Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine, coming to you with a weekly podcast of the Common Sense MD. Uh, I hope you're having a great October. The leaves are beautiful right now, and I hope you're enjoying the fall weather. It's just beautiful here in East Tennessee. Um, October is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we're all cognizant of breast cancer, particularly right now. We've all been affected by it in one way or another, I'm certain. So it is October. A few statistics first. Each year in the United States, 264,000 new cases of breast cancer are diagnosed. 42,000 will die from it every year. As a matter of fact, one out of eight women uh, will be diagnosed in their lifetime with breast cancer. Uh, Belgium has the most cases. The United States is number 10 in the world. Um, breast cancer is the most common cancer in women, well, besides skin cancer. Uh, but it's the most common serious cancer in women. And it's responsible for the number two cause of cancer deaths in women behind lung cancer. Um, risk of breast cancer, early menarche. Um, before age 12, late menopause, after age 55, not having children, first pregnancy after age 30. Remember, these are risk factors for breast cancer. Um, too much alcohol, obesity, not breastfeeding, family history, somewhat, if you have a first-degree relative, meaning a mother or sister, that's a first-degree relative, um, you may have double the risk of breast cancer in your lifetime, so you need to be aware of that. Um, being older, of course, most breast cancers are found in women after age 50. Um, there are currently... 4 million women living in the United States with breast cancer. Um, the, remember, I talked about family history, but remember, most women with breast cancer have no family history of breast cancer. Um, in fact, only 10% um, of women with breast cancer have a family history of it. So I have a lot of women, when we talk about breast cancer, hormone replacement, etc., they're fearful because their aunt had it. Uh, that's the most common thing I hear. But really, you know, most by far most women, 90% of women have no family history of breast cancer that have breast cancer. So it is a risk factor. But um, it's overstated. Now, there are strong genetic uh, mutations like the BRCA gene uh, in younger women, younger than 50 that you have to be aware of. So the more first-degree relatives you have with it through the generations, the more you need to pay particular attention to that. Um, but anyway, um, I like mammograms. Um, it's controversial. Some European nations uh, have quit doing them for the most part, um, saying that the benefits may not be sufficient to outweigh the risk, you know, unnecessary um, Scary diagnosis, you know, false positives, etc. Um, I like the mammogram. I like the annual mammogram after age 40. If you go to different societies, you're going to find a different thing for everyone. But really, it's what you are comfortable with. I've seen many breast cancers 
found by the women themselves through self-breast exam, which I'm a major fan of, and mammography, finding early cancers. Um, if you're worried about the radiation, which is a minor risk factor, um, you can get a thermogram. You gotta have, you gotta do those in some place that does a lot of them, that has an expert in reading them. Um, or he, even an MRI, that may be cost prohibitive in a lot of cases. Um, an ultrasound alone is not good enough. Combining ultrasound with mammography is a good way for diagnostic test. Um, so I'm sure, I'm a believer in prevention, so I do believe in this. Um, the reason I really want to talk about um, hormones and menopause, the title of this, of really my talk is going to be Breast Cancer and Hormone Replacement because there's a lot of myths and misunderstandings about that, and I'll explain why in just a minute. Um, a couple of articles this past week jumped out at me. One was actually I was watching NBC News, which I rarely watch, but um, they were talking about companies giving menopause benefits uh, between the ages of 45 and 55 because it turns out 6,000 working-age women enter menopause each day in the United States. Female leaders leaving are leaving the workforce at the highest rate in years. For every woman director getting promoted, two are choosing to leave. And a lot of that's because of uh, menopausal symptoms. It brings a lot of um, anxiety, depression, a lot of, a lot of serious um, health problems can result from this. So we need to bring menopause out of the shadows and treat menopause. And that's what I'm going to talk about to you. Um, because the Women's Health Initiative study in 2002 hurt so many women by scaring patients and doctors um, because of the false narrative of increased risk of breast cancer and heart disease that they actually terminated the study early for. Actually, it's the opposite. And through the years, we've learned this. Um, there is actually less breast cancer and heart disease when you're, you're doing hormone replacement right using bioidentical hormones. Plus, the women feel so much better, and overall, they're so much more healthy. It's amazing because I bet 70% of, of the things I do in my practice are hormone-related. Um, the other article came out of the Wall Street Journal. And I think I put this on a blog earlier this week, if you saw, if you follow my blogs and, and that type of thing. But um, there was a Wall Street Journal article about mood changes in perimenopause, the period right before your full-blown menopause occurs. Uh, and that can go on for years. Um, in a survey of medical residents, only 20% received one lecture on menopause. Only 7% of doctors felt that they were prepared to treat menopause. Anxiety and depression. Menopause and perimenopausal symptoms can last for up to 10 years, which should be some of the most productive years of your life. So I'm going to talk about that flawed WHI study that scared everybody back in 2002. This study wasn't even a study about menopause. It was a study about heart disease. And in my opinion, and in the opinion of many endocrine experts and uh, menopausal experts, 
An untold number of women are suffering right now from diseases which hormone treatment could have prevented. Um, in fact, it's probably the biggest screw-up in the past 25 years in medicine was the, the Women's Health Initiative. The women in this study were way past menopause, an average of 16 years past menopause. 30% of them were smokers. Over 50% of them were obese and unhealthy. Who knows how many alcoholics. They didn't study symptomatic women at all. And they used Primarin and Primpro. Remember, before that study, those are the two most commonly prescribed medicines in the United States. Um, and remember, Primarin comes from horse urine estrogens. And most of those estrogens, they're not even sure what they are. There's 33 different types of estrogen in Primarin. They've identified three types. And they use medroxyprogesterone, which is a, a synthetic form of progesterone that can be very dangerous. It really, and it was a medroxyprogesterone arm of the study that actually caused the very slight increase. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but they, they came out with a headline that the combination of estrogen and progesterone increased breast cancer by 25%. That was totally, totally misleading um, when you look back at the studies. Um, you can look at actual risk versus relative risk, and there's all kinds of uh, innuendos about this study. But actually what happened was in the Primarin-only study, breast cancer was actually decreased not increased in, in the women just taking Primarin. Now, in the Primpro with the medroxyprogesterone added to the Primarin, you went from four cases of breast cancer per thousand, and the women didn't do anything, to five cases per thousand. So that was using Primpro, oral forms of medroxyprogesterone and the Primarin. So from 4 per 1,000 to 5 per 1,000 does not sound like a 25% increase to me. I'm not a mathematician, but that is definitely not a 25% increase or anyone else. Um, so plus they, they were using these synthetic, they said that synthetic hormones increase blood clots. And they did by fractional number. But remember, these were oral hormones, and they were synthetic hormones. We don't use oral hormones, and we don't use synthetic hormones. We use bioidentical hormones that come from plants, and we use them in creams and sometimes pellets. They bypass the liver, so they do not affect your clotting factors, even if you're on a blood thinner. Um, I have a lot of people that come to me saying, I can't take these because I'm on a blood thinner. Well, it's not going to affect that um, with the creams or the pellets. Um, so actually with bioidentical hormones, and there's many studies that show this, there's a decreased risk of breast cancer and heart disease. It's very protective. Plus you all know that hormones protect against osteoporosis and the women felt so much better. Um, there was less colon cancer, even in the original WHI study. Um, and the thing about hormone therapy, you need to really start it earlier. You know, it's, 
you need to start it. You need to get evaluated by about 40 to 45 and see where your hormones are. That's what makes women more complex hormonally than men because they have four hormones to worry about, not just one, and they drop off at different rates. You know, by the time you go into full-blown menopause defined as having no period in one year, you know, you, you've been deficient in your other hormones beside estrogen for years. And those other hormones are very protective in every way. You know, it's just a sad fact as your hormones decline, you decline. Um, the problem is we're living a long time. So if you want to live a healthy, long life, that health span we're talking about so frequently, you need to think about hormone replacement therapy um, because it's very safe in the hands of somebody that does a lot of it. Um, unfortunately, they just don't teach it because you have to get these bioidentical hormones from a compounding pharmacy. There are no drug reps out peddling bioidentical hormones. There's no money in it. Um, so that's one reason. Plus, they're not going to teach it in medical schools. They're way behind the times. Um, so a lot of doctors, when they come out of school, they practice what they were taught 30 years ago. Um, but anyway, so remember, um, when you take bioidentical hormones, you're not only going to feel a lot better, you're going to dramatically decrease your risk of heart disease. Why do you think women don't have heart, heart attacks before age 50? like men do, because of protective estrogen. Why do you think they have osteoporosis way more than men? Because of protective estrogen. I mean, would you want to be, you know, 70, 70 80 years old with a crust fracture of your vertebrae in agonizing pain? No, I don't think you would. You need to start early. Um, you, would you want to have the kyphosis be humped over in, in your later part of your life and in constant pain from that? No, not if you could prevent it. So start early. Um, and remember, hormone therapy decreases the rate of dementia in women. Dementia is almost, you could call it a woman's disease. It's four to one over men. And there's no doubt that bioidentical hormone therapy decreases rates of dementia. In women. Um, and remember, women need testosterone just like men do. Um, in fact, they have more circulating testosterone in their systems than they do estrogen, if you do it on a per gram basis. Um, women need testosterone. They need progesterone. They need the safe forms of estrogen replacement. They need DHEA, which is an adrenal hormone. Um, the one that women come and thank me the most for is probably the testosterone because it, it makes them feel the best. It, it just helps increase muscle, decrease fat, increase energy. Have, they have a lot better libido. They have a better memory. Estrogen protects your bones, your skin, your hair, your libido. libido. It's what makes you female, one of the things it does. Progesterone, but not medroxyprogesterone. Those are two vastly different chemical structures, natural progesterone and medroxyprogesterone. Medroxy is the one you don't want. That's the one that was in PrimPro. Um, progesterone helps you sleep. It protects your uterus. It protects your breast. It relaxes you. It balances out your estrogen. Remember, in the later phases of your perimenopausal period, before you turn 50, usually, you have estrogen dominance. 
you don't have enough progesterone, you get way too much estrogen. That's why you need to take progesterone early because it brings your estrogen levels down to a safer level um, and decreases the risk of fibrocystic breast disease, uterine fibroids. So progesterone is very important. Um, they're all important. And so you need to balance these things. Um, so the Women's Health Initiative unnecessarily scared off doctors and patients about hormone therapy. Um, you need, you know, so don't be afraid of bioidentical hormone therapy. Be afraid of not looking at your hormones and replacing them. You know, I would never give estrogen to a woman who had breast cancer or probably who had a history of it. Um, you just don't want to do it more for, you know, medical legal reasons than anything else. But it also could put those women at risk. So that's one reason I emphasize mammograms. I don't put women on hormone therapy without making sure they have a normal pap smear and a normal mammogram. Now, I've, you know, told women to get mammograms and I've found things before I would even consider putting them on any form of hormone therapy. So it just tells you that prevention is the thing we're looking after. But we're also looking after a better quality life, less disease, heart disease, less breast cancer, more muscle, less fat, better memory, less dementia, better bones, better mood, less anxiety, better sleep. So, you know, in this month of October, go in and think about getting your hormone levels checked and talking to your doctor, doctor about your mammogram, your pap smears, your routine care, especially as you enter those 40s and 50s. It's not too late. But the, again, the earlier the better. If you can get in there in the, that perimenopausal period, um, you know it's it's going to be much more effective than if you wait too late. Um, I hope this helps you. Um, have a great rest of your fall month of October and uh, get your screening test done. Thanks. This is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Method. Mm -hmm.